Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back everyone and you've got just me in the studio today no talking with anyone else it's been great over the last few weeks hasn't it to have that bit of interaction and I've certainly enjoyed it and it's something that I will do on and off um, in the podcast because I think it's good to get somebody else's um, insight into the money world. Um, today I want to breach a bit of an isolated topic but something that has come to my attention that is concerning me greatly. Back in February this year we talked quite a lot about the pitfalls of debt and payday loans and the dangers of payday loans and I was seeing a lot of things like afterpay, zip pay, things like that um, adding up into people's budgets and them coming to see me and them be zip pay, um, uh, afterpay being, being part of a person's financial world. It was just a standard thing that was included. Um, look, those things are fine, but I really do um, think that they encourage immediate spending. Um, putting something on afterpay, something on zip pay, when you could wait. Um, you know, there's no saving, no saving going on and no um, waiting. So it seems to be that people are wanting something now and they've got they've found a way to get it. And as I said back then, I find that these loans really prey on young people. Well, what I'm finding is that I'm having just recently I've had a few few young people in their 20s, very early 20s, coming to see me who have already accumulated a considerable amount of debt, a lot more debt than we would have expected at their age. Um, and it's all through um, things like not saving to buy something, wanting it immediately and so getting it on credit, soon becoming tired of it and wanting something else and again getting on credit without finishing the original credit off. Um, things like uh, wanting to have what your mates have or what do what your mates do, so just keeping up with what your friends are seemingly affording to be able to do. And so using afterpay for that, using rental companies, that type of thing. Um, and all these things are quick fixes to an immediate wanting something. And we have all um, wanted to fall prey to that. We've all, we, I'm sure that we have all fallen prey to that over a period of time. But my subject for today is how do we debt proof our kids? Because I have got kids in their 20s. 
Um, and I'm, I was just trying to think of, well, you know, what is it that we need to be teaching our young people? And I'm not saying wait till they're 20s to teach them. I'm saying go back right now, even if you've got a little child, one of the first things is not saying yes to everything. I remember what it was like when I was at the checkouts at the supermarkets. On there were lollies, on there were bits and pieces. And it was, you know, as a child starts to cry because they want something, and you say no. It's so easy to give into what they want just because you're embarrassed because your child's crying. Look, forget that. What you are starting while they are young by saying no and putting up with the temper tantrums, whatever. All kids have temper tantrums, but a little child having a temper tantrum is a lot nicer than a, a teenager or a grown-up adult having a temper tantrum. Oh, it's thundering outside. I'm not sure if you can hear that, so we'll wait and see what that looks like. Um, but, you know, it's things like that. Let's start early. And one of the things I would strongly suggest with young people is, as soon as you can, get them to manage some money. I believe very strongly in giving young people an allowance. Not necessarily if they've gone out and got themselves a part-time job because that could be their allowance that they manage, but give them lessons surrounding it. Teach them how to budget. If you don't budget, why not do some sort of a budgeting course together so that you understand? But teach your children about the amount of money coming in and what is expected of them in how they distribute it. So, for instance, if a young person is given, let's say, $40 a week, just pluck that out of the sky, um, and 15 of that of it will be for their phone, for their phone plan. Now, some people will say, gosh, that's ridiculous. Phone plans are something like $30, $60, dollars a month, and that really is because of the data. Look, I think if you are giving a really young person that much data, Look, I'm not going to go into that. Whatever it is you can afford, I was about to go off on a tangent, but just whatever it is you're asking them to manage, teach them to manage it well. Teach them to understand how much data is that? How much phone usage can they do? Can they text their friends? Can they call their friends? Can they be playing on their phone for hours on end? What does that plan actually include so that they're very clear with it? So when they get paid an allowance, this amount of money is for paying your phone. If they're driving a car, it's for funding their fuel. Some parents will fund the insurance. Some parents will afford the registration, whatever. You make sure they know what their allowance is covering. It might be that they're not driving yet. So it's the phone. It could be some clothing. It could be going out with their friends, but also Please include things like savings. Savings are so important. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago. I think I was talking um, at a men's breakfast sometime. And someone was showing me a, um, uh, a box that they had made to teach their kids how to save. And it was fantastic. It was um, saving, spending, giving, you know, had all these slots in the top. I love the idea of teaching a child to save. I love the idea of teaching a child to give. And we've spoken about that in the past. But whatever you do, don't just show them what they have got to spend. Show them how much they can save and make that a priority. 
Savings can be broken down into two different areas. So one I would suggest is um, small savings. So I would say small term goals. So showing them, right, well, if you're saving up to, let me think of something, for instance, nothing springing to mind, like I want this, I know, a really great pair of Nike shoes, all right? And they're going to cost me a few hundred dollars. So they could be saving a short-term goal for these great pair of shoes, all right? But long-term savings also should feature in um, teaching our kids how to save. What is it that they would really like to do? Is there some sort of adventure they want to go on? Is there, do they want to save for their own car, for instance, when they start driving? Is there a particular holiday they want to go on? Maybe when they finish year 12 that you would like to be able to let them, let them do, let them go or whatever depends what your values are depends what you allow in your home but it is such a necessity I believe to teach our children to save because what you're doing is you're saying you're future proofing you're debt proofing your children for the future so that when they are older and they're earning an income and then they're presented with this whole world of wow I just got paid $400 this week. That's a lot of money to a young person from nothing or from doing a part-time job to $400 a week is a lot of money. And if they haven't already learned how to save, they're going to spend the lot and they're going to get themselves into trouble and they're going to want more besides because we've given them an appetite for stuff. It is so easy nowadays for our young people and anybody for that matter to get credit it shouldn't be and it's something that makes me really angry but it is everywhere you go there are signs on the window say saying things like have now pay later it's so easy you do not need the money you know think about it i'm in my 50s and a few years ago if i didn't have any money in my purse i couldn't go and get a coffee if i wanted one whoa horror what you couldn't have one you can't have the things that you want when you want them no we had to wait we had to save up so i really want you to forget the fact that we live in a credit filled society teach your children from as young as you are able how to save how to separate their money so that they can enjoy some of it now yes they should enjoy some of it now because it's a reward for their hard work but teach them how to save and of course you know my thoughts I would love you to teach them how to give but at least teach them how to save so that when they get older and they're out with their friends without you without your influence and they see something that they want they know immediately right if I save this 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 for the next few weeks I can have that and if somebody brings up to them things like afterpay, no, just get it now and pay it later. Make sure that you have had that conversation with them. Don't just think that your kids do not know about these loan schemes. I have been horrified how easy it is. I've been researching, going online, and within minutes you are approved for $500, $1,000, $1,500. It is so annoying. I'm very cross about this. So what I would uh, suggest that you do is that you teach your children, do not do that. You know, for taking out a $500 loan, it might cost you $150 on top of that just for the fees. 
Now, let's say that you're late with your payments, more fees on top. I spoke about this back in February, but I really want you to start talking with the young people in your life. Just tell me, have you been using stuff like Afterpay? Have you been using loans to get what you want? Let's talk about this. Let's go shopping together. Let's work out a plan together. Let's organize how you can save and have everything that you want. Okay, now parents... They, your kids are watching you. So if you are very bad at handling your money, get yourself sorted. It's really, really important. What our children learn from us by osmosis, just taking notice, just listening, we're teaching them heaps. So really, I want you to, to think about this big time. It's so important because I do not, it breaks my heart to see young kids already in trouble and I don't want to keep seeing it. I will always embrace them because I want them to get back into good habits of money. But let's start teaching our kids young. So that's my rant for this week. I thought it was sort of a bit fitting. It seems like for the last few months, I've been talking about behavior surrounding money. This is a behavior that I'm a little bit upset about, as you can hear, and I'm alarmed at. So please, let's teach our kids early. So on that note, let's have a think about what our quote's going to be. Okay, I found a great one. It's by a guy called Charles Stanley, and he said, our willingness to wait reveals the value we place on the object we're waiting for. And that is so true. We will uh, be more conscious of something's value if we wait. You know, because we live in such a fast-paced, credit-filled society, we see so much. You know, I was watching a program on landfill the other day, people buying so many clothes and then just throwing them away, giving them to op shops, whatever. It's all going to landfill. It's just ridiculous. It's so easy to go out and buy something, but by tomorrow, it's out of date. So look, our willingness to wait reveals the value we place on the object we're waiting for. So I'm going to leave you with that quote now. It's now, uh, now and hopefully next week I'll be a little bit calmer talk to you then